Do you ever feel like God doesn't hear you sometimes? You ever feel unheard? Sister, that is something I completely can relate to. I have had days like that. I've had times like that. And I am almost 100% sure that you have too. It is probably pretty normal to feel that way sometimes, especially when we're trying to pray to God, when we're asking him for things, when we're maybe even pouring out our heart to God and we just don't see an answer prayer, or at least not in the timing that we want or even feel like we need to have it answered or even in the way, right? Exactly the way we want it answered because, you know, we think we know better. We really do. We think we know exactly how God should answer our prayer. We feel that we know that God should answer it this way in this time and not in a bad way. I don't think we have bad hearts trying to be arrogant and prideful or anything like that. No, I think that we really sincerely have these sometimes these thoughts of like, oh, you know, it really should happen this way because this is really the best way. And it's not necessarily because you have a bad heart, but we have gone through that. I'm sure you have. I certainly have. And today I want to bring you some encouragement, sister, because in the month of March, as you know, as you've been hearing, if you've been following me, even just for one episode, um, in the last one and the one previous, we've been looking into different women in the Bible. And we we are talking about uh, women who have a relationship with God in some way. Uh, and today being the third week of the month of March of Women's History Month, I want to highlight nine women in the Bible who prayed, nine women who were heard by God. So the first woman I want to highlight is Elizabeth, Elizabeth, mother of John the Baptist. Wow. So Elizabeth was barren. She could not have children. So many, many years she went on without having kids. And you see her story in Luke chapter one, verse five. Uh, and so you see how Elizabeth was you know, living in the culture she lived in, being barren brought shame to your family. And unfortunately, that that was true. So Elizabeth, one day out of nowhere, right, she becomes pregnant. Uh, it says she was probably about 99 years old, which is like amazing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and she says to the Lord, thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on to me to take away my reproach among the people. Luke chapter one, verse 24 to 25. So she definitely at that point was like feeling joyful, feeling blessed. She knew, you know, it took, it took a long time of sister. If you're, listen, <laughs> if you think your prayer is not being answered in a timely manner, look at Elizabeth. I mean, if there's any encouragement that you could be, that could be brought to you, it's from Elizabeth. Okay. Her prayer was answered in a not timely manner, but it was answered in the perfect time of God. And guess what? in the more glory to God, because you knew, people knew that it was only God who could do that. There's no one else. And God loves to be glorified. Oh man, we gotta, I gotta make another podcast about that some other day, because just about how, how God, we can glorify God and how he loves that. Anyway, and the next woman in the Bible is Mary, Mary, mother of Jesus, one of my favorite women of the Bible, definitely my favorite of the old, of the new Testament for sure. Mary is someone I admire so much, you know, being so young, getting pregnant out of, um, with the, with the 
potential reputation of being shamed because she wasn't even married yet. I mean, she was engaged, but she was not married. And she became pregnant because, you know, God chose her to be the son of God, which is like amazing privilege. Like, I just love Mary. And I love Mary's response. And I love her prayer afterwards. I love how she submitted to God. And she said, I'm gonna, I'm your servant. Like, I will do what you what you want. Totally submitted to God, right? totally submitted and such a young age at such a young age you know if you're if you're listening and you're young listening to maybe you're less than 20 years old and you're listening to this podcast I want to tell you something study out Mary if you haven't done so Mary is just such an amazing woman she said my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant behold for behold, from now all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and his holy name. And he, she goes on and on. And it was an amazing prayer. And it's in, found in Luke chapter 1, verse 46 to 55. So Mary said a prayer of thanks and praise. That was the kind of prayer she said. She gave a prayer of thanks and praise. Uh, even though, even though she faced potential shame, potential, um, you know, uh, me even being kicked out of the community. I mean, Mary, like, you know, she, she faced a lot of, um, she knew she was going to face some, some trouble because who was going to believe that, that a virgin got pregnant? Like no one was going to believe that only women, I mean, only people of truly great faith. And mm, I don't know that you really, I don't know how many people out there that had that kind of faith. I know that if, if that happened now, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. What kind of faith is that, right? So yeah, Mary was amazing. She's another woman and a young woman at that. So we looked at a much older woman and we looked at a much younger woman. Now we're going to look at a woman who was actually not a Jewish person. She was a Canaanite woman. Canaanite women, um, Canaanite people were not people of God. So she had amazing great faith because she needed her daughter to be healed from demon possession. And she took a chance to go to ask Jesus to heal her child. And so she prayed to Jesus. She asked Jesus like, please, please deliver my child. Have mercy on me. My daughter's severely oppressed by a demon, she says. And um, at the moment, Jesus didn't answer her. Um, at the moment, the people were telling her, don't bother him, like send her away. Like he, he didn't answer her the first time. And then she kept insisting, insisting. And um, the thing is that Jesus didn't come and he was explaining it like he didn't come to like heal those who are not of God. And so but she her her response was was humbled because, you know, he had to take care of his people first. And that was the plan. Right. Um, this this scripture sometimes can people can find it offensive, but this was not the plan. This was not God's plan to like, you know, heal people who are not from God first. Right. Um, this was to, he was sent to the people of Israel. So naturally, you know, that, that was his response naturally, but she was so, she, she was a woman of such great faith. She said, it doesn't matter. Just give me whatever, like anything, just a crumb, just anything. And she knew she just the great faith knew just even a little, little crumb. That's all she wanted a crumb from the table just for her daughter, because she loved her daughter so much. So obviously we see she's a, a great mother. She's a wonderful mother. There are lots of people out there who are not Christians, who are not of faith and are wonderful mothers. Let's not ever discount that sister. 
um, we have to treat other people like if especially if they're like seeking from God they you know they're desperate you can see that they they need more they want more we have to be we have to be compassionate on them and Jesus was compassionate he said oh woman great is your faith be it done for you as you desire and her daughter was healed instantly and that's found in Matthew 15 verse 21 to 28 and that's the Canaanite woman now we're going to look at Anna the prophetess so Anna, or Anna, I think it's Anna, really. Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years. She lived many, many years. She was um, a widow at 84, and she was at the temple all the time, worshiping with fasting and prayer, praying night and day, a prophetess, right? Amazing. Like, we don't see a lot of prophetesses in the Bible, but she was a prophetess. And she, we know that she prayed, even though it doesn't say it exactly there, but you'll see why. We know that she prayed that she would meet the Savior. And she did when he was a baby and her prayer was answered. It was amazing. It, and coming up at that very hour, it says in Luke 2, verse 36 through 38, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So not only only did she um, wish her prayer answered, but then she began thanking God, praising God, and speaking and telling everyone, telling everyone. She was telling people. So the prayer was not just a prayer. Okay, thanks God for answering. It's it's like I got to tell other people. So prophetess, right? She was one who would tell tell about God. So women uh, women were prophetesses back then. And guess what, sister? If you're a daughter of God, you are a prophetess too. Don't forget that, sister. I want to empower you and encourage you today in this Women's History Month, right? We are empowered. We are prophetesses. You just need to speak about God with all that he's done for you. It's not that difficult. We have to share from our hearts. It's not just because, oh, we got to obey and share. No, it should be from the hearts, right? Just like Anna. Anna prayed to meet the Lord and she did. She fasted. That's another thing. Anna fasted. Sister, when was the last time you fasted? You just fasted. And I, my husband and I recently, not too long ago, were fasting. Um, we actually fasted for a couple different things. And we were, we were dating. We fasted, I don't know, like four different times to see, prayed and fasted to see if God, that was God's will for us to date and, and be together. Um, fasting is another way um, to include in your prayer uh, because sometimes just praying alone is not enough. And I'll tell you, I know it might be hard to hear that. But sometimes there's some things that take fasting, sister. There's some things that really take focus. Fasting helps you focus on prayer. It helps you to stop the distractions around you. It helps you to really focus on the very thing you're asking for and praying for. It's amazing. So I encourage that just like Anna did. The next one we're going to look at is Sarah. Now, Sarah, you may have heard her of her many times. She was barren also like Elizabeth. Sarah wanted a blessing of being a mother, but she didn't get it until she was about 90 years old. And so she didn't even believe it. Like she actually, there's a scripture in the Bible. There's a part in the Bible in Genesis 21. Um, and, and she was like in such disbelief, like I couldn't believe it. Like she was like, you know, just amazed, you know? And so, um, here it says in Genesis 21 verse five to seven, Sarah said, God has made me laugh and all who here would laugh with me. She also said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children for I have borne him a son in his old age. And that laughter seemed like a laughter of, of joy. Um, but yeah, Sarah prayed. I know, I'm sure she prayed to God to have a child and she didn't get it until much later. Not only a child, but the child who would 
who would be a continuance of Israel. So the next one we're going to look at is Naomi. Naomi, I love Naomi. Naomi is such an exemplary woman in the Bible. All right, sister, I had a little brief interruption but not a bad interruption. My daughter just came in to join me. She woke up a little earlier than usual, so she's sitting next to me. I don't know if I told her mom's recording, so she's sitting next to me. I don't know if you're going to hear her, but I'm going to continue with the podcast, and I'm going to continue talking about Naomi and finish up here so I could pay all the attention in the world to her and just spend time with her today. We have a really cool day planned ahead of us. So in Na- um, for, for Naomi, we learn a lot about prayer from the book of Ruth. We learn a lot about prayer from the book of Ruth. Naomi uh, was in a tough spot. You know, she had lost her husband and she lost her her son. She was with her daughter-in-law. Her daughter-in-law actually stayed with her, even though Naomi, um, she could have left her and gone to get married to someone else. But um, she was just someone who you could see prayed faithfully and trusted God even beyond her, just even with when she was struggling in her faith, we see her. Read the book of Ruth, sister, if you haven't done so. There's a lot to say about Naomi um, and the, in the book of Ruth. I want to encourage you to take that time to, to look at Naomi and her example. The next one we're going to look at is Hannah. Now, in a few episodes ago, I did mention Hannah. Hannah is uh, one who cried out to the Lord. She wanted so much. She wanted so much to have a child. And she specifically asked for a child. And God, guess what? God heard her. He gave her a child, right? She was, you know, she was barren, but God gave her a child. And he, he gave her a child named Samuel. And he she actually dedicated Samuel to God as she even promised God. She said, look, God, if you give me this, I'm going to do this. Like you ever have one of those prayers? God, if you give me this, I'm going to make sure to do that. Like that was one of the prayers. She would dedicate Samuel to God in first Samuel two, one through 10. So read that. It says here, he will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. That's part of her prayer. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The most high will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. It is amazing to see the example of Hannah and how her prayer really moved God. And and then, of course, how he she really dedicated Samuel, her son, to God. The eighth person we're going to look at is Miriam. Miriam is the sister of Moses. Now, Miriam is best known for her prayer, her song, her song prayer or her her prayer of song which by the way you can do that too you can sing to god in prayer also like she did praising god for saving them from the hands of the enemy right after they crossed the red sea and um, after god parted the waters she prayed and prayed and and said Miriam said to them in Exodus 15:21 says sing to the Lord for he is highly exhausted both the horse and the driver he has hurled into the sea she sang, she led the singing, she led the worship, and everyone sang around her. Amazing, right? A worship leader, right? And someone who really knew how to praise God. The ninth woman we're going to look at is Hagar. Hagar, Hagar, Hagar. I call her Hagar, but in Genesis 21, verse 15 to 19. Now, Hagar, let me tell you something about Hagar. Hagar was a slave woman to Sarah, okay? Sarah, before she could have kids, um, she just made a decision and said, you know what, um, Abraham, or Abram at the time, 
take Hagar, my maidservant, and have a child through her, and I'll be the mother of the child, and that's it. That's what's going to happen. And you know what? A slave woman back then, and remember, this is a different culture, different society, right? Slavery, slave women were very common in pretty much every culture. Um, of course, nowadays, we're looking at that, and it's like, no, it's wrong. It's Of course, you know, it's times have really changed, but Hagar was a slave woman, a maidservant, and whatever the master said, she they had to do. Um, so anyway, she, she was obedient. She gave birth to a son, but then, um, uh, Sarah started mistreating her out of, out of jealousy, you know, and you know, Sarah, Sarah's heart was not in the wrong, right place, unfortunately. And anyway, Hagar left, she ran away. Then they were, you know, just kind of in the desert. The boy, the, there was no food or water. The boy was crying. There she is. I don't know if you hear the background noise. She's grabbed her toys. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to go play with her. I'm going to wrap this up. God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. So, you know, God saw the suffering he, and, and they went and God, um, opened her eyes to actually ha seeing a whale, a well so that she could feed, um, sorry, so she could give water to her son. And so, you know, God saw her, God saw her son. And actually that's when God made a promise that he would build a nation through her son. And so that's the other woman in the Bible that we wanted to look at. And so these are just nine examples of women who prayed and women who were answered, of women who even just praised God through prayer. These are amazing examples in the Bible, sister. I want to encourage you to be a woman of prayer, even when you don't feel like praying. Like if you look at Naomi, she had such a struggle in her life. She had such, gosh, I can't even tell you the misery in her heart, the bitterness in her heart. She struggled in her faith and yet she still was a praying woman. She still hung in there. If you're going through a time of struggle in your faith, hang in there, sister. You know, I've shared with you my story before. I know that it's not easy when you go through those times and I'm here with you, sister. Okay. Reach out to me if you want me to say a prayer for you. I'm found in the community, the Intentional Christian Woman in Facebook. You can reach out to me, to me there, or you can write to me at drivenandherpurpose at gmail.com. Sister, thank you so much for joining me. And I do want to close off with one more, another review <laughs> that I want to share with you. And again, I'm so grateful for these reviews that you ladies are leaving me. And this review comes from Aixa02. Aixa says, a beautiful mission. She gave five stars. She says, what a beautiful mission to help us reconnect and stay connected to Jesus. It's so easy to get distracted by the noise in, in the culture. Thank you for being a voice for God's truth through this podcast. Aixa, thank you so much for your review. Thank you for that. That is super encouraging. I do want to have this mission to help you and everyone reconnect and stay connected to Jesus. Thank you again for the review. I love you, sister, and I will see you in the next one.